0: The following program is sponsored by Protecting Your Retirement.
1: Good afternoon, Kansas City. Welcome to Protecting Your Retirement. I am Joy Peterson along with Don Wales and our phone number is 913 648 2700 our website, Protecting Your Retirement. And Don, we are in a a business where sometimes we have to have some uncomfortable conversations. Right. And both of us, you know, being adults now and having children, we've had some uncomfortable conversations, you know, like the facts of life. Yes. And we're going to take that on today. We're going to talk the facts of life.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We are, absolutely. That's something I know. Sure, Dad, what is it you wanted to know? (laughs) That was one of my best friends in high school, and one of my buddy's dads borrowed a neighbor's boat, and he and his son are going to go out for a little boat ride and a and a chat. And it was totally unusual for his dad to borrow a boat or take him for a boat ride and whatever, so he knew something was going on. You know, they get out there, and they're cruising along, his dad says, you know, it's about— time we had a little uh, talk about facts of life. And so what my buddies said was, sure, dad, what is it you want to know? <laughs> and then they went fishing.
1: I like that. Yeah, you don't have to worry about not having the kids around when we talk about this, because we're going to talk about the retirement facts of life. People always say that the only two things that you can count on are death and taxes. But there's a few other facts of life.
2: Well, more than a few.
1: Right. There's a few things that we need to talk mm. about this morning. We're also, we'll are also we also talk about some myths that you hear all the time when it comes to retirement. We're going to debunk some myths today. And mm. then also, you know, we, we talk about annuities. We like fixed annuities. Sure. And some of the uses that you might have in the upcoming year for annuities.
2: And you're going to see where a lot more people are pro the use of fixed annuities than con. hmm Well,
1: it's kind of like... In general, sometimes the loudest talking piece are not the most popular talking piece. You know what I mean? Right. They get a lot of buzz because they say things like, I hate annuities. But when it comes down to it and you look what the majority of people actually want, it is fixed annuities. And
2: that is going to be uh, true in at least two of our segments today. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to start off with the facts of life. You're going to hear the word fact over and over, but I'm making a point. Fact. You are not going to work forever. Fact. You are not going to live forever. Fact. This is a... They're all important. Between the stop of work and the stop of life, you will need guaranteed income that can last. Stable guaranteed income. Fact. If you are married, when one spouse's life ends, you will probably have a cut in income in your household. Fact. In retirement, you will not want to ask your family for financial help. Fact. The stock market does not always go up. Fact. If you plan on drawing income from the market, you are relying on a moving object of unknown future value. Fact. If someone is charging you a fee to quote-unquote manage your money for maybe 30 years of retirement life at only 1% fee, they are taking 30% of your nest egg. That, my friends, is a 30% cut. Fact, when your folks had that other talk about the facts of life and they told you, you always need protection, well, the protection that they were recommending was not gold, silver, or other hard metals. On a recent day when the stock market dropped over 600 points, or about 1.6%, the price of an ounce of gold fell $100, which was way more than 1.6%. So metal does not protect when the market misbehaves. The fact is you need protection that is flexible. Protection is protecting your retirement. That's us. Fact. There is no market risk from the financial choices we recommend. Fact. There are no fees. All of your money remains yours. Fact. No commissions come out of your money. Fact. Protected money is flexible. You have many ways to access your money. Another fact. Our plans are guaranteed by large life insurance companies that are regulated, audited, and have to keep your money safe for when you want it back. Fact, money in a fixed indexed annuity can grow in value even when you are taking lifetime withdrawals. What you have not withdrawn can still grow, and what is left after you leave goes to your beneficiaries. So now you have some retirement facts of life. If you want to learn more, call Protecting Your Retirement on number 913-648-2700 or visit our website, protectingyourretirement.com.
1: So these are all things that are going to happen at some point in your lifetime.
2: Every one of them. Every
1: single one of them. So we need to put pieces in place so that we can cover these things. Like, for example... You need protected income, but that is also flexible. We've been talking, gosh, the last month or so, two months on the show about inflation and how that can affect a retirement.
2: Yes. You know, again, when I said between the stop of work and the stop of life, you'll need guaranteed income. And that income will be not so much the size of a nest egg, but how much the nest egg can generate, again, of uh, fact. One spouse, life ends, you're going to have a cut in income. One or two of the social securities or railroad retirement, whatever, pension, even worse, goes away. You're going to need income. Income is going to come from assets that you have uh, put away. You've saved them over your lifetime. Hopefully, you have let us show you how to protect them, grow them. And when needed or convenient for you, take part of your money out of those assets And use it for whatever you need for income.
1: That reminds me of a couple that we had come in and do an annual review with us earlier this week. And right now, they are comfortable. The husband has Mm -hmm. a pension that they're drawing on. They're both drawing their Social Security. All of their needs are paid. They've got some money to go and and play with, you know, spoil the grandkids, go on some trips. Mm -hmm. So the money that they have in a fixed indexed annuity that has an income rider, at this moment, they don't need the income, all right? Correct. So we discussed that. We discussed, do you want to turn on this income? But what we ended up coming to the conclusion with this couple that if he was to pass away, if the husband in the couple was to pass away, his pension goes away, and then also they lose part of their Social Security. Right. So that would be the good time to look at, does the wife need more income with those two paychecks going away. Right. So we're just letting that fixed annuity sit there and grow in case she needs it later.
2: Those annuities now, the fixed index annuities, are growing. They're growing pretty well. Mm -hmm. We're seeing a lot of uh, double-digit increases every year from the uh, track in the market indexes. That will not always happen. Sometimes the market indexes uh, go down, and so you... Won't make as much on a fixed index annuity, but you'll never lose a dime. We've been touting fixed index annuities since they were born in 1995. We've been recommending fixed annuities of other types since 1988, and no one has ever lost a penny in these contracts. And so, you know, we sleep at night. The people who have the contracts sleep at night. One of our next topics is going to be why investors or people favor fixed annuities over other investment choices.
1: And I think part of that, we'll, we'll dive into it deeper coming up in, in one of our next segments, but I think part of that is, like you said under your facts of life, is that if you are basing your income off the money that you have that's at market risk, that's a moving part.
2: Absolutely. And you know which ways it can move. Right. Seldom level. Usually, you know, up or down. And when it's down and you're trying to pull the same amount out every month, a year, or year, however your frequency is, that's a, a sad day.
1: And and you kind of you actually do get this because
2: mm-hmm. what
1: we do at protecting your retirement is a commission based. Yes. It does not come out of the money that our clients bring to their fixed annuities, but we do get a commission from the companies. Yes. So that varies from month to month.
2: Oh, it's a wide variance. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I was not in this type of business, I would probably hold a lot less in reserve. But, you know, we just, really it varies uh, week by week, month by month, and it's uh, some pretty wide variances. But you know that
1: you do have income coming in at some point. Yes. Could you imagine that kind of variable when you don't know what's going to happen next? When you're
2: not doing anything to feed the the business. Right. We said, oh, we're going to take a month or two off and... uh, just go play and use up some of what we've uh, built up. Then we would have a period of time after that when you know, there's nothing there. You know What's really uh, impressive, too, is whenever we visit a home office of an insurance company or go to a meeting hosted by the large insurance companies that guarantee all the stuff we talk to you about, they always point out to good companies, and I think most of them are, one company... When you get off a bus from the airport at the home office, they've got four or 500 people that work their employees standing outside. One time it was in Minneapolis in the snow, (laughs) and right before the holidays, and these people are out there cheering and clapping, and we feel like we're the chiefs going through the, you know, coming out of the tunnel. Right, and cheering, and patting us on the back, and what it is that they realize, and they make clear, if we don't do business out here with you, they don't have paychecks.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So it's the same here at our level. We don't produce or we don't give enough education to make you move into what is good for you. We don't get paid either. Mm-hmm. That's why we've been on the radio for 15 years. And continue, and, and we'll having, continue uh, to do it. We're very willing to have clients uh, recommend their friends or coworkers or whatever to us.
1: Well, if you would like some more information on how to cover some of these facts of life, our phone number is 913-648-2700, the website protectingyourretirement.com. Don, we hear all the time about the retirement crisis that's going on in our country. It may not be as bad as some people think. We'll expand on that coming up next on Protecting Your Retirement.
0: Do you have income guaranteed for the rest of your life? Don't stop work without it. Call Protecting Your Retirement today, 913 648 2700. Check us out on Facebook and at protectingyourretirement.com. If you're not driving, look deeply into a mirror and imagine what you will look like at age 100. (laughs) Oh my. Well, it's not really important how you'll look. The important thing is how will your money look? The money you set aside for retirement, how will it look? Or will Piggy? be a little on the thin side. Do you have enough money after retirement to live for 30 or more years? Sounds like you need a retirement income strategy. May I suggest protecting your retirement? Don Wells will provide a guaranteed retirement income strategy which incorporates insurance and annuity options to create opportunities for long-term growth as well as guarantee income throughout your retirement. Think about that for a moment. Income, throughout your retirement. Call Protecting Your Retirement at 913-648-2700 online at ProtectingYourRetirement.com.
1: Thank you for joining us for Protecting Your Retirement. I am Joy Peterson along with Don Wales, and our phone number is 913 648 2700. Our website, protectingyourretirement.com. And, Don, in all the years that I've been doing this show with you, which, gosh, I can't believe that I'm almost hitting a decade of doing Protecting Your Retirement, You've really
2: lasted a lot longer than (laughs) (laughs) any other. No, we really had, no, no, three three or four different hosts, yeah. co-hosts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it, either one of us thought it would turn into what it has now no, with no. me coming on full-time. and But yeah. I, I heard what we talked about on the program, and I really believe in it. I want to sure. help people have that successful retirement because I do think that there are people who struggle with their retirement. The majority of financial planners are working on the save, 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 save mode, but there aren't too many people that help figure out how to spend it on the other end and make it last.
2: Right. With every year that passes, we come closer to retirement. For that, we wanna show thanks for something that is seldom mentioned, and that is the retirement system that has grown significantly stronger over time, in which today, it helps the vast majority of Americans to live well in old age. And that is very contrary to popular belief.
1: Yeah, I would say that the majority of the time you hear about a retirement crisis. And like I said, there are some people who are struggling with it. But we've never on this program been the doom and gloom type people. No. And we don't want people to act out of fear. Let's expand a little bit more. The retirement crisis may not be as bad as some people think.
2: Right. I'm going to give you probably five or six headlines from well-known sources Americans entering old age, the least prepared in decades. That was out of the Wall Street Journal. Bankruptcy booms among older Americans. That was the New York Times. Retirees will outlive their savings by a decade. That was the World Economic Forum. Half of older Americans have no retirement savings. That was a government accountability office. Social Security benefits have lost one-third of their buying power since 2000, the year 2000. That was the Washington Post. Retirees' reliance on Social Security nears an all-time high. That was USA Today. Every one of them are provably false, not just technically false or false in some minor way, but they are often expressing the opposite of what's actually happened and when we say provably false, well, we wouldn't say that unless we had the real facts, right? We just came off talking to you about the facts of life. This sort of media coverage leads many Americans to despair. When we skip the media articles and simply look at the data, there's a different story that comes out in every one of those areas. Many retirement advocates want to go back to the days of the traditional defined benefit pension, that is a traditional pension. Yet the rose-colored glasses prevent them from recalling that during that time when there were a lot of pensions available to workers, less than 40% of private sector workers participated in a defined benefit pension, even at their peak in 1975. So 1975, when pensions were at their peak, less than 40% of workers participated According to a 1972 congressional report, 9 in 10 workers who formerly participated in a traditional pension failed to vest in their benefits. Failing to vest means you didn't work there enough years in order to actually earn the pension. If you left work for some reason or were terminated before you were of the right age for your pension to vest, That means no vesting, no money to you. Only 27% reported receiving any private pension benefits in 1981. That's a Social Security Administration survey of new retirees, 1981. Today, dramatically different. In the 2015 analysis of IRS data, the Social Security Administration found 61% of private sector workers Are participating in a retirement plan. An additional 14% of workers in 2015 were offered a plan but they didn't enroll. So 61% are participating, another 14% didn't care enough to enroll, that's over three quarters. In 2017, Census Bureau found 61% of Americans aged 65 and older were receiving benefits from some type of private retirement plan A lot of them were 401s, 403s. 401 plans have shortcomings. They're expensive for the employer or the group to maintain, but they uh, were first offered in 1978. Federal Reserve figures show 1978 total retirement plan balances were equal to one half of employees' total wages and salaries. That percentage was going up by about one point per year. So the next year you had 51% of your salary saved for retirement nest egg. That was back in 1978, right as the 401ks were starting. From 1978 through 2020, the ratio of retirement savings to the employee wages they must eventually replace increased by nearly eight percentage points per year, with total savings rising sevenfold and currently sitting at 375% of the employees' wages and salaries. Other data from Federal Reserve Survey of Consumer Finances show retirement savings is increasing in every age, every income, every education level, and every racial ethnic group. While private sector pensions were funded almost exclusively through employer contributions, 401ks received money from both the employers and the employees. Bureau of Labor Statistics data shows that employers have largely maintained their contributions to retirement plans, while the addition of employee contributions has boosted those savings to a much higher level. 1975, that's pre-401Ks, private sector retirement plans received about 5.8% of the level of employee wages in 2020, That's 8.6%, which is 48% higher. Now, the result of broader retirement plan participation, higher contribution, has been rising retirement incomes. Congressional Budget Office data show since 1979, remember that's the first year of 401ks, the inflation-adjusted average household income of Americans who are over age 65 has risen by 119%, more than doubling. Contrast, incomes of working-age households have only increased by 75% since 1979. Every media story on the nation's quote-unquote retirement crisis can find someone for whom things have gone poorly. That's not really hard. There's 330 million people here. Easy to find someone suffering. Eight in ten retirees told Gallup that They have sufficient money, not merely to survive, but to, quote, live comfortably. Less than 5% of retirees told a Federal Reserve survey they are, quote, finding it hard to get by. Likewise, in a survey from Vanguard, only 5% of U.S. retirees describe your own financial situation as a, quote, retirement crisis. 76% of Americans over age 65 report in a survey of consumer finances that their retirement income is, quote, at least enough to maintain our standard of living, versus only 61% said that back in 1992. The share of people describing their retirement income as totally inadequate has fallen by half, while a share of retirees calling their income, quote, very satisfactory, nearly tripled. Americans are working longer, which is one of the most effective ways to boost retirement incomes, especially if you work longer after all the debts are paid and the kids are on their own. They're no longer on your payroll. Since the end of World War II, the labor force participation of older Americans has been declining, except around 1990, it turned around. By 2019, just before COVID, the share of Americans age 55 to 64 who were working was the highest ever on record. The question is why is so little of this uh, story known? Part of it is technical. For instance, for years we have heard statistics claiming that one third or more of retirees received nearly all of their income from social security. That figure is also an error. The household survey that the government uses to draw that figure from, has been shown to dramatically understate the income that retirees receive from IRAs, 401Ks, and private pensions, so that it shows many more people relying on Social Security only or for the majority. When you use real IRS data, you find that the median retirees' income is nearly one-third larger than is claimed in household survey data. The poverty rate is lower by two percentage points, and the share of retirees receiving 90% or more of their income from Social Security turns out to only be 12 to 14%, not 30%. And the same data causes us to underestimate the share of Americans who participate in retirement plans, mainly 401s.
1: Well, Don, that's actually really good news. And I think maybe for some people, if they are worried that they don't have enough money for their retirement. Or everyone
2: they know is going to be poor right, exactly. in retirement. And gosh, maybe that's our relatives. Mm-hmm. You know, or am I only going
1: to have to have, am I going to live on ramen noodles and bologna sandwiches to make it work? If you're worried like that, come in and talk to us. We we will be completely honest with you. We will give you by the numbers. What is your budget? What do you have in assets? What can you look at as far as your social Security, and then what do you need to cover the gaps, and how do we make that happen? We don't want to scare you into doing something just so that we can sell a fixed annuity. That's not what we're here for.
2: Right. We're here for education, and uh, I mean, you hear it every week. You know, I found I was quoting, you know, from an article by uh, I think Andrew Biggs is the uh, gentleman's name to put it together. Every single item that he mentioned from those headlines was not true, and uh, grief makes the headline
1: fear makes people act. That's how it works. But we don't want people to have a fear of retirement. Our phone number is 913-648-2700. Our website, protectingyourretirement.com. We believe in fixed annuities and we're not the only ones. As a matter of fact, most people heading into retirement want fixed annuities. We'll talk about it more coming up next on Protecting Your Retirement. Welcome back to Protecting Your Retirement. I am Joy Peterson, along with Don Wales. And if you would like to maybe ask some questions about those retirement facts of life, or if you're concerned that maybe you feel like you don't have enough money to make it through your retirement, or how much can I spend in my retirement... Our phone number is 913-648-2700, our website, protectingyourretirement.com. And remember, we do not charge a fee for you to come in and talk to us. You had mentioned in the Facts of Life that if somebody is taking even 1% per year of your money over a 30-year span, that's 30% of your money. Right,
2: and a lot of people are retired for 30 years. and. That's so. a
1: long time to have somebody taking that 1%. And you can say, well, it's just 1%. But that 1% adds up over time. And you know what? Even if your money goes down because it's at market risk, guess what? They're still going to take their fees.
2: Yeah, they're taking it from less, but it's still from you. It's
1: still from you. Again, our phone number is 913-648-2700. <laughs> Well, we really champion fixed indexed annuities and fixed annuities. And the number one reason is because of the fact that it does not have market
2: risk. Right. They're safe. They're regulated. They're reviewed by independent credit rating organizations. And you might have heard of uh, AM Best. They're the oldest credit rating organization that actually does audits and reviews of insurance companies. And the A range is kind of like in school, If you got an A, it was good. A-plus was better. Well, they have four categories of A, and then they start into the Bs. We only recommend companies with A ratings. Or there are a few instances where we need short-term, multi-year guarantee annuities, and the companies that are best at that are sometimes rated B-plus-plus.
1: And that's because they don't offer some of the other products.
2: Yeah, they're only interested in... Rather simple annuity solutions. Mm-hmm. They're probably not involved in life insurance or other types of insurance. But Anyhow, the good
1: news about that, though, is some of these niche market companies have really good rates at a fixed amount. So, yeah,
2: they have really good fixed guaranteed rates for a guaranteed number of years, and they're solid companies. We have found a study done by Alliance for Lifetime Income and CANEX and we belong as i do as an individual member to the alliance for lifetime income as well as a national association of fixed annuities national ethics association and better business bureau we're a plus anyone that gives us a mark we have the highest mark what they did was they found a whole bunch of investors and they said build your own hypothetical 1 million dollar portfolio and these were investors not financial advisors Investors allocated about 20% of their portfolio to dividend-paying stock. That was uh, $200,000. 14% to real estate, and we're assuming that's real estate as investors, not not their own home. They individual investors allocated 13% to annuities. That's about $136,000. And they rounded out their top five asset categories by allocating 11 percent to bank CDs and 10 percent to bonds. That is a typical investor that answered a the survey. They allocated only three to four percent to trending investment opportunities. You know, the newest thing, the greatest thing. Mm -hmm. What's trending? Uh, Cryptocurrency. Um, Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) cryptocurrency and special purpose acquisition companies. A special purpose acquisition company is a company that puts together money from partners and they build uh, healthcare facilities or rental facilities, senior housing, and things of that nature. Those findings contradict... The long-standing, not even a rule anymore, of a 60-40 strategy where you put 60% of your money in stock and 40% in bonds. The investors showed a very clear interest in building a retirement portfolio that was protected with an annuity. That's according to Gene Statler, who's the chief executive of the nonprofit consumer education organization, Alliance for Lifetime Income. Their research continues to show growing interest and demand from consumers for protected income. More Americans become educated about the lifetime income asset protection of the benefits of annuities. She also found out that financial professionals continue to underestimate consumers' interest in annuities to provide steady income. Eighty-five percent of investors were interested in owning an annuity that guarantees lifetime income or already own one. And of the ones interested in owning an annuity with lifetime income, 49% are extremely interested. There was another study of financial professionals which were asked to build a hypothetical million-dollar portfolio. Only 18% of the financial professionals believed that their clients are extremely interested in annuities with lifetime income, but really 49% are. If that gap continues to widen, financial professionals are likely to find that their clients will go elsewhere for advice. We know that's true because we meet them daily. Oh, we
1: do. Mm
2: -hmm. I mean, they're leaving these quote-unquote financial advisors, RIAs, ETF peddlers, whatever, And they're coming to us because there's a gap between what they want and what they're being sold. So financial professionals who aren't considering annuities, I think it's fair to say they may not be listening to what their clients and their prospective clients are looking for. Like the investors, the survey uh, had financial professionals asked to build their ultimate $1 million retirement income portfolio for an average client, they said they would allocate only 20% of the assets to bonds while putting 18% into annuities. For the rest of the portfolio, that's where it gets in trouble. They would allocate 50% to stocks, that's about $530,000, including 31% to dividend paying investments, 14% to other equity investments. And 8% to international investments. The financial professionals in the survey would put 4% of their clients' money into alternative investments, and a total of only 5% to real estate, bank CDs, cryptocurrency. And no special purpose um, investments. Well,
1: that's one place where the investor and the financial person are on the same page. Because I think that 4 to 5% is what the investor the... said that they would do with cryptocurrency or some of these other kind of out there type things. Yeah. But the part that we're missing here is that they would still put 53% of their client's money at risk.
2: Hey, it's all at risk. Pay me a fee to manage it for you. And you can risk another 1% a year.
1: And I think that's the thing that we look at here at Protecting Your Retirement. And I know we had an article not too long ago that was taking somebody who had a million dollars to invest for their retirement. And they needed a certain amount to cover their basic expenses, their housing, utilities, and groceries. groceries. Their HUG, their housing, utilities, and groceries. And what we found was they could take a fixed annuity that had a income payout mm-hmm. and they could put 400,000 into that income annuity they could live off that money that still left 600,000 that they could invest and do whatever they wanted to with it, play around with it maybe even do some really aggressive trending stocks things. trending things. Sure. But they knew that their base was covered. They knew that their expenses that they need to survive were covered. And I think that's where annuities really come in. We're not saying take all of your money and put it into a fixed indexed annuity. We're saying take the part that you need for your daily living expenses and put that so it's not at risk. You cannot lose the money you need to cover your hug.
2: Right. And, you know, we see trending things like cryptocurrency and Cryptocurrency really, as far as I can see, has nothing in back of it. Some of them might actually have some metallic coins, you know, but mostly it doesn't have anything but hope in back of it. Right. And so I want to put that at a lower level of interest or a higher level of risk than other things. Every major company that excites the NASDAQ and, and even the Dow almost on a daily basis was a dream or a thought Mm -hmm. at one time. But a lot of them that are household names now still have never, ever turned a profit. You know, you wonder just how high can the stock in those companies go until people realize that company's not making anything. Mm -hmm. There's nothing
1: behind it, kind of like the cryptocurrency. There's nothing actually backing it up. They have a
2: lot of employees. They have a lot of factories. They have a lot of distribution centers or uh, telemarketing uh, centers but they really don't ever produce a a profit, pay dividends really pay back anything to their investors. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you know that my husband likes to play with these cryptocurrency things. And I call it playing because we definitely are not investing our entire retirement savings into <laughs> cryptocurrency. But he likes playing around with it. And he watches it every day and moves things around. And I know there's people who do the same thing with the stock market. They like playing with it. They like dabbling in it.
2: They're day traders. They're
1: day traders or, or whatever. But again, the money that you need to make sure that you can pay whatever housing stuff that you need, your utilities that you need, your groceries that you need, your basic essentials should never be a gamble. And that's what you're doing when you put it at market risk.
2: Yes. Yeah, we see people with very high percentages of their portfolios at market risk. We really don't receive a lot of phone calls on a day when the market really misbehaves. We never see them from our clients because we've educated them that none of their money here, or not here, but in the insurance companies we recommend, is ever market risk. Mm -hmm.
1: And that 2020 downturn that happened between, what, February and May of 2020, it was quiet here. There were people in a panic wondering what they should do next.
2: They weren't coming in either. <laughs> they weren't
1: coming in either. No, that's true. But they weren't calling us about it anyway. But.
2: And they really didn't like the, the uh, Zoom.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Right. So we're getting better at that, though. We are. Our phone number is 913-648-2700. Our website, protectingyourretirement.com. Coming up next, let's talk about some of the uses in the coming year, 2022, some uses for annuities. Coming up next on Protecting Your Retirement. If
0: you're not driving, look deeply into a mirror and imagine what you will look like at age 100. (laughs) Oh, my. Well, it's not really important how you'll look. The important thing is, how will your money look? The money you set aside for retirement, how will it look? Or will Piggy be a little on the thin side? Do you have enough money after retirement to live for 30 or more years? Sounds like you need a retirement income strategy. May I suggest protecting your retirement? Don Wells will provide a guaranteed retirement income strategy, which incorporates insurance and annuity options to create opportunities for long-term growth as well as guarantee income throughout your retirement. Think about that for a moment. Income throughout your retirement. Call Protecting Your Retirement at 913-648-2700. Online at protectingyourretirement.com. Do you have income guaranteed for the rest of your life? Don't stop work without it. Call Protecting Your Retirement today, 913-648-2700. Check us out on Facebook and at protectingyourretirement.com.
1: This is Protecting Your Retirement. I am Joy Peterson, along with Don Wales, and our phone number is 913-648-2700. Our website, protectingyourretirement.com. A few weeks back, we did a whole segment of our program on when the right time to take Social Security. And I know that is different for pretty much everybody. So if somebody had a question about that, can they come in and talk to us?
2: Absolutely, they can. And I just over the weekend helped a... uh, client look at the best time to start taking Social Security, and we looked at how much money would be in the person's hands by taking it now versus age 65, and then how long the higher amount, if they waited till 70, would take to catch up with what they already had in pocket. Mm -hmm. You know, it works both ways. I don't automatically tell everyone, hey, wait until you're 70 to turn it on. In the meantime, if you... Yeah, and cookie cutters in one-size-fits-all don't right. work here, and they shouldn't work anywhere else. Social security maximization is one use of having an annuity. If you need money in a household, you can do an immediate annuity to bring in that income and delay the social security because of the raises that you get for delaying social security. You have to look at it very carefully. Also, the annuity money, if it's from a, an annuity funded with IRA or qualified money, is fully taxable. Mm-hmm. Social Security is not fully taxable at any income level. So we have to look at that. Maybe you have some Roth IRA or something, and you're wondering, well, when am I going to use that? Maybe use that and delay Social Security. So. That's a discussion that we can have.
1: Well, let's look at some other reasons why using a fixed annuity could be a good thing as we head into the new year.
2: Well, one of them that a lot of people don't think about, and a lot of uh, financial advisors I think are misleading, they say you should never put IRA money into an annuity, you already have tax deferral in any IRA, meaning that you do not pay income tax on what it's growing during the time you have it. but Using a deferred annuity for tax deferral uh, accumulation is a smart idea because if you have a lot of money in banks or CDs or credit unions or even a brokerage account and you're earning dividends, you're earning interest, you're paying tax on that every year. It's not qualified money, not IRA money. We have seen people where all they've ever done is have certificates of deposit at every bank in the little town and then some far away, they never spend the money, they never take it out, but they're getting 1099s every year on the interest earned, paying income tax on it. Number one, they're getting a low rate of interest. Number two, they're diminishing their wealth even further by paying income tax on it, where they could be in a fixed annuity with a higher rate of interest guaranteed for a guaranteed number of years or even an indexed annuity where they can take part in the upside of the market without risk. If you need income in the early stages of retirement, maybe an immediate annuity would uh, work if you're really committed to not taking Social Security right away. And remember, if you don't take Social Security, you die. No other person or beneficiary gets it, It defaulted to the government.
1: Which is different than an annuity. Some people say, oh, well, I don't want grandma's money going back to the company. It doesn't work that way. It
2: doesn't work that way anymore. Probably one of the things right now that is particularly helping grow the amount of multi-year guarantee annuity product is low-yielding bank products. Mm-hmm. I had a need to put some money in a bank CD for a very short period of time, and the, the yield was 0.15 or something like Zero
1: that. 0.15. Right.
2: and No, 0.125. And then if, if I break it before the three months is up, which I may, mm-hmm. I'm going to pay a penalty. I'm going to have to give up part of that interest.
1: What interest? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. And
2: so it's being done for a very sound reason, taxable reason. But uh, so. But
1: when you're talking about that, what was that rate again that you got? Zero point one two five. And we have fixed annuities, these multi-year guaranteed annuities. And granted, it's probably for a longer period of time than what you were looking at. Oh, yeah, at, but, definitely. But we have a five-year that's still like in the...
2: 3.15.
1: 3.15.
2: Yeah, I looked at it today.
1: That's huge. I mean, right. that's a huge difference.
2: Right. As an alternative to low-yielding bank products, annuities are good. Principal protection annuities are guaranteed by the company that issues them They don't need FDIC protection. The companies are required to keep your money in reserve. They don't mix it with their own money that they make by profiting from their business. An annuity can be used to create protected income from your assets. If you transfer funds from a 401k or another qualified retirement savings plan to an annuity to utilize the annuitization or maybe an optional income rider, That is protected, guaranteed income stream. Even your traditional pension at a company, a private company, really isn't fully protected. If the company goes broke, that pension, if there's assets in it, will be taken over by a government agency. It's a pension guarantee agency of the U.S. Mm -hmm. government. They do not pay 100% of what you are getting. We had airline pilots that uh, had a pension from their airline Yet very weak was taken over, and they had oh about a ten or fifteen percent cut in pay on their monthly pension benefit. And we hear about a lot that over those. and
1: over again. That pensions that are going into these these programs because they can't—they're not solvent anymore. They can't right. pay out everything that they owe. And we're talking about some of these big name pension plans too.
2: Yeah, very large ones. And some of them they can see the writing on the wall They're not making enough on the money in the the, uh, pension fund. And so they're uh, selling those pensions to life insurance companies who then uh, provide an annuity to the pensioners. We're seeing quite a bit of that last few years. Sometimes people will use an annuity to salvage an underwater life insurance contract. If the life insurance contract's cash value is not enough to keep paying the premiums, and the policy is going to lapse unless you put in more money, then you might take the cash value that is there, turn it into a, an annuity, and then if you need, go ahead and take an income from it and get rid of the life insurance policy before it dies, before you do. When universal life policies came out, I think it was in the 80s, they were a the big thing because you could have a life insurance policy, but the money in it was invested in investments. And the promise was that the investments would grow at 8% or 10% a year. That would be enough to cover the premium after your initial premium. You wouldn't be called upon, although you could, to have to put in more premium at a later date. Well, a lot of, even a majority of those early universal life insurance policies died or were dying way, way before the uh, insured was ready to pass away.
1: I remember when I first started working in the office full-time, we had somebody who wasn't a client whose husband had a universal life policy. They were planning on using that money for their retirement. Then, of course, the death benefit as well in case something happened to him. And they got a notice that the money that they would have to put in to keep the policy was in the thousands.
2: A month. A month. Yeah, right.
1: I remember that, and it was just heartbreaking because mm. as, as much as we want to be positive with the people who call us and, hey, we want, to, we want to be helpful, there are some things that we can't fix, and that was one of them.
2: Right, and it wasn't that those people were stupid or uneducated. They were sold something that was sold on a projection, a mm-hmm. guess, an okay. assumption, an estimate. History repeats itself. All of those things can fail, and they do.
1: But there's one product that doesn't fail that can guarantee a lifetime income. And like I said, there is one product, and that would be a fixed annuity.
2: Right. Obviously, the one of the major reasons for using an annuity, a fixed annuity, is to minimize longevity risk. Longevity risk is the risk that you outlive your money mm-hmm. or outlive your income. When people are living longer and being healthier, That is more of a risk, longevity and outliving your money. So the annuity with a lifetime income benefit rider or a chance to annuitize and turn the the value of the annuity into a guaranteed income, that is a very, very strong argument for using safe money, guaranteed money, rather than risk money that's in a market, whether it be in dividend-paying stocks or whatever.
1: You know, one of the things that you haven't mentioned yet, that's another reason for having annuities, and we see this all the time with the family members who come into our office, they want to leave something as a legacy. They want to pass mm-hmm. on their hard work and the money that they've saved. They want to bless people in their family or charities.
2: An annuity can have any type of beneficiary sure that you would imagine. that can be relatives, it can be charities. It can be a trust that you've established. You can use an income annuity, one that you draw an income on, to create a cash flow for gifting to family members. Maybe you don't really need the income. And also you can take advantage of the gifting exclusion with annuity money to offset some of what you're allowed to give during your lifetime, which creates a credit against the federal estate tax.
1: We're almost out of time here, so I'll wrap this up real, real quickly, but we hear a lot of people who don't like having to take their RMDs. Yeah. You can actually gift your RMDs to a charity and then offset the taxes on your RMDs because you gifted it to a charity.
2: Right. The yeah. RMD is an income item on your tax return. A charitable deduction is deducted. Uh, and we
1: can help you with that. If that's something you're interested in doing, we'd be more than happy. We're becoming quite the pros at doing that.
2: We are. We've got a growing number of clients that are doing it. and mm-hmm. we're, we're learning exactly how they handle RMD to charity and Roth conversions. Yes. And they all have their little uh, ways to do it, but they're all legal. <laughs> and they (laughs) They work out well for our clients. Mm -hmm.
1: Our phone number is 913-648-2700. Our website, protectingyourretirement.com. That's it for us for this week. We hope you have a very happy, safe, and blessed week. We'll see you next time on Protecting Your Retirement.
0: The preceding program was sponsored by Protecting Your Retirement.